I'm your host, Emma Wooschuk. I'm here with special guest, Candace Smiley. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And you have one of the simplest names for me. So thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> so you have this website. It's called Create the Ripple. Well, that's not the website name, but it's what you do. But what led to this and what all is this? Because there's a lot of things on here. <laughs> well, really, at my core, I'm all about connection and collaboration. Those are some of my, my favorite words. And I think about telling the truth and telling it um, fairly loudly, I think, if I can. And so everything sort of comes back to to that part for me. I had always been interested in connecting with people. And that's sort of the thread that goes all the way through in terms of connecting with people, sharing their stories and um, making an impact if we can at the same time. Right, because you have a, a podcast yourself. I do. So you're on there, you're, all, you're connecting people with your podcast, you're yeah. coming on other podcasts to connect mm-hmm. what you do. Mm-hmm. And you're, you have the MLM is broken. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for all those in listening land, in your own words, what is that? Well, I think that the old, there's a few old ways of doing things. And for me, I've been really embracing the feminine and uh, the old way of sort of pushing ideas, products, ideas in front of people. Uh, I think it's done. <laughs> That's at least my, my opinion on that. But there's a whole new realm, which has opened up, which feels a lot more feminine to me in terms of the affiliate marketing. So people are now aware that, you know, small businesses, solopreneurs, you know, myself and other people, we have discovered great products. We refer great products. The influencer culture is alive and very, very well. And so I've just realized that, you know, that model necessarily isn't um, keeping up with the times, but we've shifted. And I think a lot of things are like that, right? We stand on the the shoulders of the giants. And so that's that's where that comes from. It's like, okay, so anyone that follows me on social media or anything knows I'm a social media influencer. Mm-hmm. I will not take on a product unless I can wear it, use it, yep, you know, physically touch it. Mm-hmm. It's like that for mo- 90% of your influencers. They will mm-hmm. only tell you what they will use they're not going to be like, oh, okay, I'm getting $50,000 to do a shoot for this product that I have no intention of ever using that we've seen in commercials over the last 30 years. Yep, I agree. For me, the biggest thing was I've been, I had been in MLM for years. I mean, I loved the, the concept of being in sales that always worked for me. I dabbled in real estate. I had an event planning company. So I was one of these women who was like, you know, I wanted to create multiple streams of income. So I had some freedom, um, which is one of my core values. Um, and I've always sort of tried to operate from my core values. So know what they are and then make my life, um, all of the decisions of my life live in that continuity for integrity, just there's less anxiety and I prefer to operate that way. So when the company I had been with, uh, an MLM company uh, went under after nine years of me being with them, um, I went looking for what was out there. And I was already sort of a little bit frustrated with, you know, the bothering of the friends and sort of the self-consumption model, which I didn't necessarily see, you know, as being a single mom, I was like, I wish there was a way that I could create income by referring great products and services without having to invest quite so much of my own money every single month. Not that I wouldn't necessarily use the products that I was loving, but I didn't want to have to, you know, hit a certain target all the time. That was challenging for me uh, and not just me, but other people I knew. And so when the social 
retail model, which I'm now um, with, which was came across my path and the price was the price. I didn't moderate, I didn't, you know, twist anybody's arm to sign them up. They could be a customer and save 10 bucks. So they could refer and get 10 bucks off their next order. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing for me was I flew down to their corporate offices and I wanted to meet the people because, you know, like you said, the influencers are not going to refer something if it doesn't line up. And for me, it was even less about the products because I knew I could research and look into the ingredients and find those things and look at some testimonials to really know and use it for myself, for sure. But I wanted to know who the company was because I think leadership has an incredible impact on everything. And the last mm -hmm. thing I want to do is encourage someone to fall in love with the product and then have the company go under <laughs> right, right after they fell in love with it. So I flew down to the corporate offices and I got a chance to meet with the people. And the very first question they asked me was, Candice, are you a values driven person? And a couple of things happened when they asked me this question. Number one, I realized that they were also concerned about who was joining their company, <laughs> which made me happy because I was like, oh, you guys actually want to align yourself with the right influencers as well. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I have 10 values, but I can boil them down to, you know, two or three that really stand out for me. And they said, great, we have values as well. And so we compared values. That was the very first thing we talked about. And some of their values in terms of, you know, this company that I just I adore them, they were disruptive, which is very much my attitude, right? Trust on angle, tell the truth. We have conversations mm -hmm. that matter, right? They're vibrant. That's huge for me. Um, you know, there was just a few key things that really, before I'd even tried the products, which are awesome, mm -hmm. I knew that if their values were anything like what the products were going to be, <laughs> then we were in line. And so that's a big deal for me. So I agree. Right. I mean, you have your influencers like myself mm -hmm. and probably you that go mm -hmm. for, are you doing something as a humanitarian cause? You have a product, but is it yeah. benefiting humanitarian in some yep. shape or form? Like mm -hmm. uh, Prima Vita bracelets that's housed with Hades or uh, Costa Rica and stuff like this. You have another brand that I represent that does for human trafficking, you know, it's, yeah not just a product it's something that helps humanity and okay. you have to have the right influencer that lines up with those kind of products 100 i agree yeah ours um they line up with they have what's called vitamin angels and so they're committed to making sure that uh children and you know, a lot of single moms which really lines up for me <laughs> i'm being one myself making sure that they have access to more of those nutritious options, which I think makes total sense. So I agree. And you're right. I think people, it's one of the things I've loved about whether it's the affiliate marketing or even the MLM, it was about finding your tribe and finding something that lines up. And I, that's always been something that's just lit me up is finding these connections, collaborations, tribes, you name it, because there's just such a neat thing about that. That's always lit me up for sure. Exactly. You have to have a disruptive influencer. You yes. have to be able to shout it from the rooftops. Mm -hmm. Hey, don't buy this mm -hmm. product because all they're doing is getting money and making more money where this same product over here is manufactured for healthy and it's doing something for a cause. Now, when you add a cause to a product, mm -hmm. you're helping humanitarian, not just building a company. 100%. Yeah, no, I mean, one of my favorite books is uh, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And one of the things they talk about in there is, you know, your plans will succeed if, mm -hmm. you know, it's something you're passionate about, if it's something that you can be good at, but it can't just be good for you. It has to be good and have an impact on the greater, uh, greater sense. And for me, helping women really understand 
you know, their money, how to create some extra income. It was a huge part of my story. I was never trapped in a relationship or a space or a city because my job was there. I've been able to pick up and go and freedom is one of my core values. Um, and so to be able to choose and choose powerfully when I realize I need to make a change. And so that's certainly something I um, talk to women about now. Like, I don't care if it's my company or this company, but find a way to create your own source of income so that you have options, even if it just goes into the joint account and you never need to use it. But what if you do? What if there's a reason for you to have it and you're going to feel empowered because you do? Exactly. You never want to, I've been in relationships where I was trapped. So you don't want to be there. You don't want to be dependent on someone Mm -hmm. else's income because then when you have to leave, you can't, or you feel you you can't. (laughs) No, it's not that you can't. It's that you don't have the mindset. You don't have the financial freedom Mm -hmm. to leave. So by creating that source, by finding Mm -hmm. your passion, you create an income and you can put it back. Totally. Yeah. So I'm betting that companies can get a hold of you, not only on your website, but you're probably on a few different sites like A Influencer, Intel, and, and a few places like this. Yes, yes. I make sure that it's easy for people to reach out and connect because it's such a huge part. And for me, Um, I've loved living my life by referral. That's how most of the people I meet, they come through someone, you know, through a post I've done or something like that. So it's that extra reach out, which is phenomenal. And yeah, that's, it's fun. I wish more people would, you know, sort of understand that that there are so many people who are looking to connect with you. (laughs) What you seek is, is really seeking you. You just have to make sure that (laughs) you're out there so they can find you. It's very true. You have, okay. As a business, Mm-hmm. You have to advertise. You have to have marketing. Mm-hmm. Your marketing now isn't just buying ads on Facebook or TV or whatever else. That's not getting to your target audience. Mm-hmm. Your target audience is getting to your influencers. Mm-hmm. Yep. 100%. We want to see real people using products. Yes. Yes, we do. And, and seeing that they're actually able to create it because a big part of it for me is, like I said, that freedom piece. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I often say that, you know, you don't have to, especially right now with some of the influencers I'm, you know, getting a chance to work with, you know, I'm like, I know that you're passionate about your podcast or, you know, whatever your mission is, this is just going to be something that funds what you're here to create. And how amazing is that, that you can work it on your own time as you need it you know, that sort of thing that just, I wish more people understood the power of that, the choice in terms of, you know, this month, obviously for many different companies, they got black Friday sales on. And so it's a great time to work, but if we work hard now, we have an amazing Christmas and that's such a cool feeling (laughs) to be able to, you know, create that and create our own timeline. Exactly. I mean, there's products that I'll say, okay, I'll I'll do an ad for you on my magazine or something like this. Mm It doesn't mean I use your product, but I Mm -hmm. know the company or I know the CEO or, you know, the friend, maybe not something I can wear like a men's suit. Obviously I can't wear a men's suit. (laughs) I mean, probably rock it, but (laughs) yeah, I was going to say you, you totally rock it. Let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) But realistically, do I need it? No, but will I make you an ad for my magazine? Sure. But at the same time, if I'm going to put it on social media, it's something that I use, something I feel passionate about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what your influencers do. I mean, the really good ones, not the, the ones really that good ones. 
oh, you're going to pay me X amount of money to do this. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's so important. Uh, and I absolutely love it. And, you know, like I said, that's why it's important for me to go, you know, one or two steps further, right. And know the values and in, in the core, um, right down to the fact that, you know, I love when I find a company that's women run, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially if it's a single mom who started it just because I align with that, having been, been there myself, I understand, um, you know, the power it takes to really focus on your business when you're being pulled in so many different directions and having to wear so many different hats, which women do anyway. Um, but I just, that just makes such a difference for me when I'm like, no, listen, this, this lines up, not just here, you know, but here, 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 here. And mm-hmm. I think living that kind of an integrity life just feels awesome. Exactly. You women owned businesses, if you have a CEO and founder that's a woman, mm-hmm. we are so driven for multitasking because that, let's face it, women are queens of multitasking. <laughs> yep. And if you have a business and you have a business that run well and men look at your business going, how can you do all that? There's too much stuff, stuff going on. I don't know how many times as a business owner, I've heard that from investors. You can't be doing that much stuff. Uh, no. You can't do that. It works for me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you said that because I think that all the time and, you know, I'm really blessed. My, my mom and my dad are a huge influence on, on my success today. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad was an entrepreneur through the farming. My mother, of course, worked a job, homeschooled the kids and did everything else. Right. And so I've seen the powerhouse multitasker and you're right. Right. It's like, I'm, you know, breastfeeding a new baby. I'm running my businesses. I have, you know, podcasts pretty much every single day because I've got big plans, big goals. And it's like, I tell people all the time, I'm like, my kids don't make me feel like I want to pull away from these bigger passions. They give me more energy and passion because I want to create something and leave them a legacy. And you can't, you're right. But these guys are like, how do you do it all? It's like, well, we're moms. That's we're women. We got this internal thing that just keeps us going. Exactly. Especially if you're mother, if you're mm-hmm. already mother, you have the multitasking <laughs> down flat. I mean, how yes. many times as a mother, not working, you have a baby in your arm, you're making dinner, you're folding laundry and you're helping another one with homework. Totally. That was me like today. Right. And, and then, you know, the hubby can pop his head in and say, do you know where my thing is? And you're like, absolutely. It's in this drawer right over there. And yeah, I put it away yesterday. Right. Like we, we know (laughs) everything. I love it when we talk even right down to, you know, the pennies, I'm like, I know exactly where the money went. I don't know where it's all fitting up in there, (laughs) but that's how it works. We we know our money. We know where it's at. We know where things are in the house. We get mad when people move our stuff because then we don't, know where it's at and then we get you know disgruntled or our family member gets disgruntled because it's not where we know it's supposed to be just put it away (laughs) yes absolutely it's um you're you're totally right and I mean how powerful is that and I'm so glad that there's been such a big shift lately Mm -hmm. as women you know women businesses are just taking over right now we've seen such a rise in that Um, And the women who are just no longer afraid to stand in that. I mean, certainly for me, I felt a lot of shame and people saying, well, you know, how are you going to do with this all? And I'm like, well, I know balance is a myth. I know that for sure. Mm -hmm. But I also know that I'm in charge of my schedule. And I know that by making powerful choices and making sure I'm in control of how I'm spending my time means I can put the energy where it needs to be. So it doesn't have to be balanced. It's just going to be, you know, choosing where I'm placing my energy. And that's been such a huge piece for me. Exactly. It's what works for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
I'll tell you right now, my fiance mm -hmm. would not be able to run my company even for a day. No. I mean, mm -hmm. he looks at what I do every day and goes, I don't know how you do it. My mother looks at what I do and goes, mm, don't even talk to me about it because it's too much. My investors go, I, I don't see how this is working. You have too many things going, but it's working. So as a woman, as you know, my brain, this is how my brain works. If I don't have all these things going on, I create more work. Why? Because no, I know. <laughs> You're right. I just, it's totally true. I mean, I, the number one thing I really have to focus on and I've been choosing to focus on last little while is I get very distracted. Something new and shiny pops into my head. I mean, yesterday I had an idea for a book like, and I was like, wait, I promised myself I was only going to do, you know, a podcast every day. I have a brand new baby. I got to be honest about, you know, the bandwidth and how I can show up and I want to show up with my, with my best as much as I possibly can. So I'm like, but you know, what did I do? I ended up grabbing my phone and emailing a friend who I know self-publishes books and he's done a ton of them over, you know, the COVID time. And I just said like, how did you do that? Can you send me the details? And so instantly it's like setting up, well, what am I going to be doing next? So you're right. We make work for ourselves and why not? We're like, nobody gets out alive. So we may as well make an impact while we're here. Exactly. I had the month of October, I was supposed to go on a business trip. Mm -hmm business trip got pushed back until probably December, January. So I have two, three months, I'm bored, right? So what I do, I start writing three new books. There you go. Yeah, not just yeah. one book. I'm writing three at one time. <laughs> right? I, I understand completely. I literally have a card on my wall that says, you know, Candace is a vivacious individual who has a certain interest in everything, which leads to a certain instability. And every time I read that, I burst out laughing because I'm like, that is so true. <laughs> and every business coach I've ever had was like, well, what can you focus on now? And so I'm learning for myself right now in order to actually accomplish and finish what I start because I'm an incredible starter which I'm really proud of, to be honest. And for a long time, I felt bad about not always finishing projects, mm -hmm. but I've now realized my gift is in the start. That's where I have a ton of energy, creative ideas. The middle, I don't love the middle. I need to hire people to help me finish in the middle <laughs> because I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, but bring me in for the close, bring me in to finish it off, bring me in to tie up the bow and move it to the next phase and start all over again on whatever part of that project that's where I shine. And it's taken a long time to really stand in that and go, no, I know I'm not great in the middle, but I have these amazing people in my world who love the work in the middle, starting and finishing totally help you with that. So, you know, for me, it's really been about owning the parts of myself. That is so true. And it's so great to meet another woman that does this. This is why I'm CEO of a company. I love yeah. the beginning. I love the creation of new stuff. Mm -hmm. I hate doing anything in the middle. Yep. So do I. I'm like, this is boring. And then when I meet these people, right? Like I have my virtual assistant, the podcast producer, she's amazing. And she's like, I asked her one day and I said, what do you get out of like this? Like, what do you get out of me getting these brilliant ideas and saying, I have a book idea. And you were like, let's run with it. And then she makes sure it actually gets the completion. I'm like, what do you get out of this? And she's like, I love helping you accomplish ideas. And I'm like, I'm really glad that you're in my life. <laughs> that is my CEO. You know, that, yeah, that, right. Yeah. She's like, I can't come up with everything that's in your brain. Yes. I love taking your ideas and moving them forward. I can't yep. do what you do because it doesn't make sense until it gets to my end. 
it's magical i'll put the idea out there and then like within the next week at like four in the morning so i'm up thinking about ideas and she's up going you could do this you could do this you could do this you could do this and i'm just like ah this is amazing so yes it's exactly that is so fun to do and to be able to do that in this world right now that's the empowerment that we have Mm -hmm. we don't have Mm -hmm. to be stuck at the nine to five we can actually take our dreams and create them. Now, sometimes you have to work the nine to five to find your idea until you get to it's making money. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, it's interesting because my, uh, my current partner, he, he said to me, he's like, I've learned that there are two things, uh, two ways you operate in the world. He says, you have things you do because they create you income. And he says, and then you have other things you do and they make you next to nothing but you do them because they're part of this bigger thing or the grander plan or whatever. And I was like, absolutely. And I said, but the difference is, I said, at one point I had to do things that I was not aligned with. And I'm so grateful that now my life is in a place where everything I do lines up with my core values in one way, shape or form. And so no matter what I'm doing, I'm getting value and still building this, you know, candasmiley.com brand, which is a big part of it. And like you said, create the ripple, which I've had for forever. Um, which is just really, you know, can we have an impact and how can we have an impact? And it's just, it's amazing how when people are like, so do you do event planning anymore? And I'm like, yeah, if it's the right event that has an impact and it fits in line with everything else. But I said, I gotta, you know, am I going to plan just any event? No, it's gotta be in line with what I'm doing so that we're always moving toward those success goals. Right. It's not just, oh, can you plan this party? Is it a party that works Mm -hmm. with a, uh, charity yep. that does something that I'm aligned with. Yes. 100%. It's not just, you know, one little thing is has to have a message behind it. It's not just, Hey, I'm a small business. Will you help me? No, it doesn't work that way. And, and I found that the, the more I've said no to right, mm-hmm. the stuff that isn't in a line, uh, invariably within 24 to 48 hours, the thing I needed to put my energy into will show up. And it's mm-hmm. only because I said no to the previous thing that I can say, actually, I have the energy for that. I can do that in this particular way. Or I've also learned to say, you know what, I know the right person for you. Let me can make the connection, which is also a beautiful and brilliant thing, right? When I'm able to hire other women and people in my community and you know, work alongside of women that I respect, like some of the people I collaborate with, I'm like, fangirl, like, oh my gosh, right? It's the coolest thing when you really start to level up and create space in your life for the inevitable arrival of that, which you want, and then it shows up. Exactly. It's not just saying no, because <laughs> I have walked away from money because it doesn't align. It doesn't, it's not my core value. And people go, that's a lot of money. You should have taken. No, I'm not taking money just for money. Mm -hmm. I'm taking money because it aligns with something that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I wish more, especially women would really follow that. And for me, you know, in the beginning, it was hard necessarily because I'd done so much for so long to people please and what other people had thought I should do. I'm a recovering people pleaser. Um, I want to be involved in good ideas, but I have to be careful where I throw my energy because mm-hmm. I'm typically both feet in or both feet out, right? It's exactly. hard for me to do anything in a, in a half, right? And so mm-hmm. I've got to be careful about where I'm spending my time, who has access to me. That's a huge thing um, because I can get lost and then I don't do what I'm meant to be doing, right? I don't make time for the writing that lights me up. 
And it's really interesting when you just start to follow that pull, or for me, it's a feeling of relief when I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And there's no way I can describe it, just a little lift inside. And I'm like, ah, this is good. <laughs> this feels better. Yeah. Um, and then to chase that feeling, right? Chase that bliss feeling all the way to the end. That's what we need more women to be doing. We need you to get out of the nine to five and follow you, mm-hmm. follow the instincts we have long hidden because how many women have been told you can't do that because this is man's world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> seriously. <still> here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was raised and you can't do that. You can't do martial arts because only boys do martial arts. Well, you know what? I do martial arts anyways. I didn't like ballet. I still don't like ballet. (laughs) You know, so we don't have to listen to our parents, our grandparents, our great grandparents, if they're still around and do what they want us to do. We can create our own future. So we should. And sometimes you can actually find things that are start out as free you know, you don't have to spend money to get started. And then they align and then you go, oh my God, how did I not find this? I mean, so often, right. And I love how you said that, right. We can really, um, I mean, if I had been defined by what well-meaning family members said to me, the number one thing I heard growing up was that I needed to be soft, gentle, and quiet. Mm -hmm. Rose. Yeah, we hear all the time. Oh. 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 There you go. You're back. <laughs> but well-behaved women never make history. And I've always wanted to say something. I've always felt like the power is in the speaking or in the writing. If I can't always, you know, physically say it, sometimes that's been hard to voice the words, but give me a pen and a piece of paper or <laughs> now a keyboard and I can write it. And so I'm so glad that I didn't let those voices tell me what was possible for me based on their own self-limiting beliefs. And everybody does the best they can, right? But, and, and what can I accomplish when I listen to my own inner, inner voice? That right there is what we need people to understand. This Mm -hmm. is why life coaches are coming out of the woodwork right now, because we have to stop listening to the chatter we have to start listening to ourselves. We know inside of us what we should be doing. We just have to find the way to get there. Yes. Yes. And usually we have, at least in my case, I I know a lot more than I'm letting myself admit. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just by making the intention of, okay, I'm not a hundred percent sure how I'm going to do this, but I know I'm going to intend to do this. And I'm going to get open to the idea that this is the direction my life could go. I'm going to accept that I can receive because for so many women, we are not taught how to receive, right? We don't receive compliments. Well, right. We Mm -hmm. blow those off. We don't receive Um, you know, we just, we don't, we don't allow ourselves to receive. We don't allow ourselves to eat, right? We're always on a diet and counting calories. Like we're so defined by so many different things that it's so difficult to step into that. I think that's the biggest challenge for me right now is I'm calling in big and amazing things. And the challenge isn't the, in the calling it in, right. The being brave enough to make a phone call or show up on a podcast or any of these things, but it's actually to receive 
mm-hmm. what comes after you put yourself out there. That feels weird and uncomfortable. And it's been fun to live in uncomfortable because that's where you grow. Right? You don't grow in the comfort zone. No, you, you don't. Grow outside of it. You yeah. do not grow in that comfort zone. You cannot stay there and you actually wither there. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, if you might, would have met me in school, everyone would have said, you are quiet. You're well behaved. You don't talk. You're a little mouse, mm-hmm. but your mind is brilliant. But you don't let yourself go. It took me until three years ago, <laughs> three years ago, to get yes. my voice. Mm-hmm. Now that I found my voice, I'm not shut enough. I know. I was gonna say I I could relate so well right I just I never wanted to rock the boat I never wanted to make anybody uncomfortable I mean that's part of the reason why parts of my story are so horrific is I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to make the people who were hurting me or making me uncomfortable uncomfortable how ridiculous is that and so now that I've discovered like you say discovered my voice and started to use it I mean I have a friend right now they are going through a separation and I think he is making some really poor choices uh, mm-hmm. in, in how the ending is happening. He's my friend and he wanted to have coffee the day. And I was like, I'm not quite ready to see you because I will probably not shut up <laughs> about what the changes he needs to make. And I need to meditate on that and make sure my heart's in the right place before I open my mouth, because, you know, the pendulum has swung a little bit <laughs> that way. And I know we can't ever take back the words. Right. And yeah. so it's become a really powerful place to be in, to know that I can speak the truth mm-hmm. and now to really choose to speak the truth powerfully mm-hmm. and always in love, which I think is a huge piece. Like I was talking to my fiance today about a project he was working on. I was like, I really don't like it. I'm really <laughs> mad that you're doing this. Actually, I'm, I hate how it turned out the way it came out. I'm mm-hmm. like, I have stopped myself at least twice from calling your boss about how horrible it is. <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, okay, instead of doing that, because once I get started and I get your boss on the phone, I'm not going to shut up. So instead of burning that bridge with your boss, I'm going to go and write my book and kill off some imaginary characters. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I hear you. Because that's where my voice is now. Mm -hmm. I mean, once you find your voice as a woman, you, there's no stopping you. You there's, it's not the sky's the limit. It's the outer stars that you can't see is the limit yes 100 percent. and i really love that you know glass ceilings really are self-made and it's amazing when you stop questioning your limitations and you start questioning you know what is possible for me right what if i can live in possibility which a lot of people say but hope can be dangerous and i'm like i didn't say hope i'm not hoping i'm going to get there i'm choosing to live in possibility so i'm pretending Today, I've made the decision that I am the person I wish to be in a few years, even though I know it's going to take some time, might take some effort. I might not have all the bits and pieces together, but if I was this person or was doing these things, and if I had all of this come together, who would I be? Because if I can begin to live her and align with her and vibrate as she is going to be, Mm -hmm. then I will be her. I am her. (laughs) Right. And it's, it's, it's a fun place to be. I'd much rather live there than anywhere else. Exactly. It doesn't matter where I'm at right now today. You know, it doesn't matter. I am. Like, years from now. 
chances are I'm going to get started on the path and realize, mm, nope, I need to adjust that slightly. Mm -hmm. And for so many years, so many people said, yeah, but you started this and now you're over here. And I'm like, yes. But you know, as my dad used to say, God can't steer a non-moving car. And I agree with that. Sometimes you got to get rolling before you're like, oh, wait, that was the turn. I need to go that way. Hang on, hang on. And I said, who says I can't change my mind? That's part of who I am, at least I was willing to try because so many people never get out there and try in case somebody says, well, you didn't do it the first time. We're like, no. And Edison, it took him 10,000 tries before he made the light bulb. Thank goodness. He tried another 10,000 times. Like, exactly. so I'm going to change my mind. <laughs> Thank exactly. you. I've gone through anatomy and physiology for pre-med. I've done culinary art. <laughs> I've done, um, religious studies. I actually have a PhD yep. in religious studies. I have, you know, I've changed my direction 20 times mm -hmm. until I found a path that works for me. And that's what everyone needs to do. It's not just, oh, I, I tried and failed. I'm never going to get it. It's no, you tried something, you didn't like it. So change your path. Your mind. <laughs> Fail often, fail forward and fail fast, right? I, I don't think, thank you. It's one of my favorites. It really, really is. And I know it's challenging because I know there's four different you know, major personalities out there. Mm -hmm. And certainly I'm the most challenging for the one that makes a decision and can stick with it. And to be honest, I really appreciate those people. Mm -hmm. I scratch my head because I'm like, I don't know how you live like that. I would go crazy <laughs> if I had to do that. Mm -hmm. However, I appreciate the stability and what can I learn, you know, from that to be able to grow and expand. But, you know, I'm done with working on the areas I'm weak. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm always working to be better, even if it's just 1% every single day, then I'll be amazing, you know, a hundred days from now. But more importantly, what are my strengths? How can I live in my strength zone? And how can I only do the things that light me up? That is like the biggest questions on my mind and heart these days. Well, we are always trying to get better. We will never ha have a fantastic weakness, you know, where weakness will never be our strength. If we use our weakness as our strength, then we find out of our comfort zone and we find a bunch of amazing opportunities. But we're almost out of time, unfortunately, because this has been a fun interview. So I'm like, we need to hang out and have some wine because I don't think we'd run out of things to talk about. <laughs> oh, I know. We need to have that at least two bottles of wine because we're never at least. shut up. <laughs> but where can our listeners and our viewers find you? Well, they can definitely find me on my website, which is just candicesmiley.com. Uh, I like to keep it nice and simple. So C-A-N-D-I-C-E-S-M-I-L-E-Y.com. Everything connects from there, whether they want to catch on the podcast episodes or they want to find me on my social media. I'm most active on my Instagram, uh, which is just Candace Creation. And once you find me there again, everything else links. There's always a way to continue. So if you love one part of my story, you can follow that thread. Um, and of course, you can reach out and connect and um, would love that. Love to connect with people. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. This was and fun. And for our listeners and our viewers. Happy listening.